Hello, welcome back to another episode of Your Drone Questions Answered. I'm John Dicko with the Drone Launch Academy, here to find the answers to your drone questions, the ones that you submit. And today's question is a very specific one. So actually, I'm going to read out the entire question. It's a little long, but I think there's a lot of context there that's important. So bear with me here. Uh, a client often builds near railway lines and must monitor them to ensure no movement of the tracks as a result of excavation or other construction activity. They are currently using Trimble Total Station devices, stationary and robotic, and we're looking into whether appropriately fitted drones could be used for this purpose. Among their requirements are measurements to be accurate within millimeter levels. If the track shifts up or down or side by side by one to nine millimeters, they must halt construction until the issue is resolved. In this person's experience who's asking the question, one or two centimeters is possible, but they're not too sure about millimeter level. So they would like us to comment. So today I have with me Zachary Riddell. He is Southwest Business Development Manager, also a certified mapping specialist of UAV. Zachary, thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on for this one. This is a very specific one. So we brought on somebody with a specific experience. I'm going to give you a chance here to just talk about your experience, introduce yourself, uh, talk about what you do, especially as it relates to this question. Okay. It's, it's a very good question. Things keep getting more and more precise in our world. And for this specific one, for the railroad tracks, I mean, I understand if they move or they change, it's obviously a very important thing. And there's a lot of other things in the, in our environment that would be kind of needing this type of accuracy. So I work for Cooper Aerial. I've worked there for almost 14 years. I'm a certified mapping scientist of UAVs. I do business development in the Southwest in Arizona, New Mexico, and Southern California. Uh, Cooper Aerial is a national firm and we've been in business since 1966. We are celebrating our 57th year this year. I was in the airplane doing aerial mapping for about 10 years. And then survived a plane crash in June of 2011. And that led me to start my project manager, just starting to learn how to do project manager of aerial mapping jobs. And then also our, the drone journey that started in 2011 with Jeff Cooper, who was the past president. His father, Bill Cooper, started the company in 1966. Jeff took over in 87. And then our newest and most current owner is Phil Gershkovich, and he took ownership in 2016. So to get to the answer of this question, I spoke to Jim Kroom and Dennis Harmon, who are our registered RLSs, our, our registered land surveyors from Cooper Aerial. And Jim has been in the business for, man, he's been in the business for 45 years, and Dennis is probably about 20. And their answer to this question is, Drones cannot get to millimeter accuracy, you know, one to nine millimeters. Unfortunately, as of right now, the technology we have, the probably most, the most specific reason would be not enough or not robust enough IMU, ABGPS, airborne GPS, and then just the sensors that we currently have on board with most, you know, cost-effective payloads under $100,000. And just GPS itself, as stated in the question, one to two centimeters is the correct accuracy and getting into that one to nine millimeters, I'm not really sure how they would actually get to achieve that other than putting sensors on the track themselves. I mean, like very calibrated sensors to knowing where they are. And then if anything moves one millimeter to one centimeter, I think that you could probably get that or constant monitoring of the tracks all the time and being within that one to two centimeter tolerance with gps it's pretty amazing 
to even have that kind of level of accuracy realistically. Yeah, well, absolutely. And so kind of just recapping what you said, um, it seems like, you know, at least when it comes to a drone, this wouldn't be possible uh, to yeah, get that yeah, millimeter you're, accuracy. You're flying, you're in motion, you're up either if you're flying at 50 foot, 100 foot, 200 foot, or 400 feet, which would be the max that you can fly uh, under the FAA. I don't see that possible. And the resolution is not high enough. And the airborne GPS and the IMU on the drone itself are not powerful enough to get to just photograph or even LIDAR at low range to get that type of accuracy that what's necessary. It would be great and probably in the future that will be possible, I would think. But as of right now, a rod with the GPS on the railroad track can only produce two centimeters. So drone or air with a plane or a helicopter, you're looking probably on average about three to five centimeters vertical and five to 10 centimeters horizontal on average. And then if you wanted to make that information a little bit higher accuracy, you would run level loops on your control data and that that would bring those centimeters down a little bit, but not to the degree that this person is looking for. Yeah, absolutely. It's very specific in terms of uh, millimeter accuracy. And I can, yeah. I can understand what you're saying here when, when it comes to drones that you have these other variables, which kind of would, you know, such as, like you said, stabilization itself and being able to get the right distance, all of that just, we're just not there yet. But what you mentioned though, you mentioned sensors very close. And I've, I, don't know if I'm repeating you exactly correctly here, but using sensors, but a lot of them, were you saying? Or You could use camera, you could use LIDAR, you could, I mean, I think those would be the two best measurers. I mean, for sure, the, the LIDAR or the camera. So you'd want to have a very high, robust sensor, the chip for the imagery sensor, and then a really great lens. So the better lens, the better sensor, the better gimbal. And then the better AV GPS, airborne GPS, or IMU is going to get you down further, but you're still in motion. So those things, there's too much movement and those things are not robust enough, even at the low level. Maybe if you had large format equipment at a hundred feet, you might be getting close, but that that's not, it's not possible. There's no drone that's small enough to do that right at the moment. So. Okay. Very much appreciate it. I actually really appreciate that answer. And, and. With getting, uh, you know, a question this specific on our podcast, usually we're, we're used to answering a lot more broad questions. And so it's great that we can get somebody like you onto the podcast and answer a question so specifically that, a, that an audience member has asked. Yeah, so, thank you for reaching out and thanks for reaching out to Jim, I think via LinkedIn, which was amazing. And if anybody's checking, Jim has written a lot of books about land surveying specifically, and he's written a lot of books on the processes of flying drones and how to post-process data. So his name is Jim Kroom and he's on LinkedIn. If you haven't checked him out, check him out. He's a great resource for a lot of people on the internet right now. Perfect. No, I really appreciate that. And, and, and speaking of resources and that, you know, the Drone Launch Academy, we're a community of enthusiasts. We're, we're learners. We're here to be educated about drones and how drones are used in all different types of industries. And we get a lot of questions about mapping, actually. I know you're, you're much more involved in the mapping world, even in the drone world. But do you have any advice for anyone in our community who wants to get involved in this industry, who wants to learn more about it and perhaps start leveraging drones or get to a place where they could? Yeah, I mean, obviously the first place to start is, is where, you know, where you guys are. Let's get to your website and look at all this information. I think another thing that's really important is safety first. You know, when flying drones, always look for the safety, safest alternatives. Things may look different on Google Earth. And then when you get in the field, they look a lot, you know, 50 acres on Google Earth looks really small until you until you drive to the site and it's huge. 
always plan everything that you can in the office and have it ready for when you get into the field. What is the purpose of the mission? You know, like finding out these smaller details or bigger details that can make your products come out you know, a lot cleaner and a lot better for what you're offering and follow your checklist. I mean, you can't say it enough. If you follow your checklist every single time, not get complacent, you're going to be an ace pilot and you're going to do a great job every time. So following safety checklist, what's the purpose? And uh, from the photographic, from where I come from, you know, clean your sensors, clean your lenses, clean your LIDARs. I mean, always want to keep it clean because if you go and collect and then you have fuzzy data, it's <laughs> you got to go back and do it again. So you always want to, you know, have a clean lens and uh, a clean sensor. Those are the things that I would say are important. And all of our mapping is guided by ASPRS, which is the American Society for Photogrammetry and Remote Sensing. And that's where all the vertical and horizontal tolerances for all the maps that we create that everybody, you know, works with us in the professional community of engineering, architecture, and construction. They know our stuff is, is to that or better. So whatever the tolerance is, we're always trying to be about 20 to 30% better than the stated metrics that we have to deal with. So that's, that's what we do on a daily basis and we have for the last 57 years. I really appreciate that advice. And that's the perfect advice for people within our community, the beginners, the people who are just starting out. And so to hear that coming from someone like you, thank you very much. We really appreciate that. And hopefully if we get more mapping questions, we'd love to have you back on here too. More so, than happy to do that for you. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you, Zachary, for being on here. I really appreciate it. And hope we talk to you again soon. And hey, you can submit your own questions and we will find the person to answer them. Submit your questions ydqa.io. We'll see them come in through there. Or if you're part of the Drone Launch Connect community, go ahead and type it in there. We'll see it. We'll find someone to answer it. So until then, we'll see you in the sky.